0: You got your notes?
1: I've
0: got my notes. Oh. Oh, uh, is it going?
1: Oh, sure. Why not? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shall I rephrase that question? Did you hit play?
1: No, hit record.
0: That? Yeah. <laughs>
1: dickhead. How did we get there? What? You I'm
0: are. A, you're the dickhead. You're a dickhead.
1: Hello and welcome to Voice for TV. Hello and welcome
0: to Voice for TV. I just said that. I'm, and I'm Andy. And I'm Luke. And this is a podcast. Yes, on which we go away and we research certain topics and that have been them. chosen at random, and then we come back with some information and we try and fill our heads full of laughter, knowledge, and nonsense.
1: Woo My head is always full of nonsense.
0: It is always full of nonsense. I want some of that nonsense, please. Okay, here you go. <laughs> Well uh, what have we got today? What have you bought for us? Uh, well, I've, you... I've got
1: the miscellaneous. Got a random topic. I've got the random topic, and I've got science. Got
0: science. Science. It's science. That's not necessarily your strong suit.
1: You... Oh no, it's not.
0: <laughs> You're much more a creative type, in my experience.
1: <laughs>
0: what have you got? Uh, I have got classic literature mm-hmm. and food. Oh. Two topics I like to think I know a bit about. I'm quite hungry. I hope you're cooking me something. I, I, didn't, I thought about it, but then I did think that it would be unfair to the listeners if I just cooked you something. They are part of this podcast as well. Hey, you made me drinks. Yeah, but that was more just to get you drunk.
1: Oh, for God. Fine.
0: <laughs> What's first? Uh, let's go with classic lit, shall we? <laughs> well, I've gone back to the Shakespeare well. <laughs> Because I'm a big old Shakespeare nerd. Yes, you are. I am. Um, and before I've got a quiz mm-hmm. for you that we're going to go through. Love a quiz. It's not. It's been a while since I've done a quiz. Yeah, you always I, come I, the I quiz. always
1: come with a quiz. I yeah.
0: haven't missed time. Wow. Okay. I know. Thank you. Roles reversed. Yeah, uh, but I have kept true to form and I've done a little bit of research as well. Because you may have heard that Shakespeare is kind of credited with creating like half the English language. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you Google it, it says Shakespeare is credited as creating 1,700 words. (laughs) Jesus. In the English language. Most likely not that many words, Uh, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. A lot of words that are credited to him were probably words that were in circulation at the time he didn't create them. He was probably just the first person to write them down. There are some sources that show words that are credited as his creation that are earlier sources than what we have from him Mm -hmm. Um, but still there's you know there's a lot a lot of words so somewhere between four and five hundred words can absolutely be credited to Shakespeare if he wrote them at all if he wrote them at all we'll get into that theory maybe I'll do that for a history round oh
1: yeah the
0: possibility of Shakespeare not being Shakespeare (laughs) so yeah like 1700 grossly inflated but still you know a lot of words some examples Bandit nice. is one that he created that first turns up in Henry VI. Really? Part two. That's, that's, a,
1: that's a Shakespeare word. Critic. Fucking canal.
0: First used in Love's Labour's Lost. Um, the use of elbow as a verb <laughs> to elbow somebody um, was first used in King Lear. And that's a lot of how he managed to um, create new words. He changed um, you know, adjectives to nouns or verbs or nouns to verbs. Uh, and a lot of the time just added a prefix or a suffix. Like he was very, the use of the prefix un, as in uncomfortable. Nice. First use in Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Wow. So comfortable would have been a word. And yeah. then the opposite of that, he just added an un. <laughs> Same with undress. Really. Uh, it's first used in Taming the Shrew. And Tops and, off. And unreal. Unreal. Uh, another two which I quite liked was Swagger. That's a Shakespeare original.
1: What about Jagger? Swagger Dagger.
0: Uh, Swagger first using Midsummer Night's Dream, and Jagger first using The Rolling Stones, I believe. <laughs> and Skim Milk. What? Shakespeare invented the term Skim Milk. That was Henry IV, part one. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, uh, yeah, Shakespeare invented a lot of words. Yes. And I just wanted to get into that just to kind of highlight a couple of things before we begin our quiz. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare's plays and his works and his poems are kind of exalted today as high art.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: But really it's mostly dick jokes. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Well In established. Shakespeare, yeah. Well, well established. we established that last yeah, time, we absolutely. About I
0: mean, let's not forget that most of the people he was writing for were completely uneducated. Oh yeah. Man of the people. Exactly. It was really popular art that he was creating at the time, and it just happens to have stuck around so long now that in a modern context, it's high art. So it kind of makes you think today what forms of popular content and popular art might be considered to be high art in the future. Oh, God. Podcasts. <laughs> not, not necessarily not this one. one. Not this one at all. But, but I mean, maybe you know, certain films that you know, 20 years ago even might not have been considered to be high art. Or, you know, even a full medium, like, for example, a comic book. <laughs> right. Um, maybe something like Batman. Maybe, maybe. I mean, Batman has only been around for, you know, less than 100 years. He was uh, created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger and first appeared in Detective Comics 27. Sorry, Bob Kane and who? Bill Finger. <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> 1939, he made his first appearance. How do you laugh at the word finger? I mean, I know how you got there. You don't need to explain it, but for God's sake, man. So, with that, we're going to move on to our quiz. Okay. Quiz is, who said it? Shakespeare or Batman? (laughs) Oh, my God. Amazing. Shakespeare or Batman? Just to prove that, you know, Shakespeare isn't as far removed as some people think from (laughs) from modern art
1: oh my god He's
0: very very accessible (laughs) so I'm going to read you a quote and it is either a quote from a Shakespearean play yeah or it is a quote from a Batman graphic novel or comic so not the movies no
1: okay okay oh no
0: I figured the movies might be a bit too easy (laughs)
1: yeah probably
0: okay number one vengeance is in my heart death in my hand. Blood and revenge are hammering in my head.
1: Ooh. Mmm. Now, I don't think that's Shakespeare, so I'm going to say Batman.
0: Oh, it's Shakespeare. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's from Titus Andronicus. Oh, no.
1: Oh, God. Damn it. Oh, I'm going to be so bad at this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Number two. As flies to wanton boys are we to the gods. They kill us for their sport. That's got to be Shakespeare. That is Shakespeare. Yes. That's that's King Lear. Okay, number three. Uh, You've got... If you get five... Out of how many? There's ten. Okay. You've got one. You're batting, you know, on the average. I think six is a definite win. Five would be a dubious. I'll let it slide. (laughs) Number three. Did I finally reach the limits of reason and find the devil waiting?
1: Now, that sounds like Batman talking about the Joker.
0: That is Batman. Yeah. From Batman R.I.P. Number four. Weep I cannot, but my heart bleeds.
1: Weep I cannot, but my heart bleeds. Oh, God. Shakespeare or Batman? What a, what a fucking concept for a quiz. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Shakespeare.
0: Oh, it is! Yes! Winter's Tale. Oh. oh, that's three. That was tough, that one. Oh, my God. Number five. Grief forgives what can never be forgiven. Grief forgives
1: what can never be forgiven. Oh... There's no reasoning, I'm just hazarding guesses now. Batman. Yes! <gasps> yes, come on!
0: From All Star Batman and Robin.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> Sometimes it's only madness that makes us what we are.
1: Ooh oh. Batman. That is Batman. Yes! Oh, that's Come your 5. On. Oh, I'm smashing five it. 5 and 6, Batman, oh Arkham God. Asylum,
0: a serious house on serious earth. Ooh. This is number 7. Hell is empty and all the devils are here.
1: I feel like I recognize that one, and I don't know. I haven't read any Batman graphic novels, so I'm going to say Shakespeare.
0: Any Shakespeare? What's from the Tempest. The Tempest. I would yeah. say that might be the most recognisable one I've got in the quiz, yeah. to be honest. I've
1: seen the Tempest numerous times.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's six. Mate. Six or seven. I'd say you, you've done the quiz, but you've got three more to go.
1: <laughs> and this is just for, for, for pride now, isn't yeah. it? Just crack on.
0: Number eight. We both stared into the abyss, but when it looked back at us, you blinked. Batman. Yeah, yeah. Batman. Justice League. Crisis on two earths.
1: What a badass.
0: Number nine. You cannot stop me. Not with wine or vows or the weight of age. You cannot stop me, but still you try.
1: Now, I really want to say Shakespeare.
0: So I'm gonna... That's Batman. Oh, damn it! That's Batman from Dark Knight Returns. I thought you might Seminal give yourself Batman away comic. if I
1: said I wanted to say something. I thought you'd
0: like flinch or go, ooh. Poker face. Exactly. Right? Damn Boys it. Master. That's fine, I've already won. <laughs> well, yeah, so far, that was... You're on seven? Eight? Seven?
1: seven? I'm mean, only got two wrong.
0: Yeah. And we've got one more to go. Here we go. Number ten. I Will Encounter Darkness as a bride, and hug it in my arms. Shakespeare? Yeah, Yeah. from measure for measure. Eight out of ten, mate. Eight,
1: absolutely. Good work. work. Yeah, I'm proud of that. Yeah, I would be. Yeah. So yeah, Shakespeare and Batman, not so different. Yeah, that was tough. I was guessing for most of that.
0: I got really lucky. So anyone who says, oh, (laughs) they like Shakespeare, I don't understand it. Go and see it, mate. If you can understand (laughs) Batman, you can understand Shakespeare. It's all the same. I don't really understand Batman. Uh, he's a mentally he's, unstable billionaire. He. <laughs> beats the shit out of the, um, beats, uh, beats other mentally people. <laughs> not much to understand. Dressed <laughs> as a bat.
1: No, is, is he though? Is he? Is he dressed as a bat or is he just dressed in black? <laughs> There's a
0: difference. He's got pointy ears.
1: No, no, no they're not ears. They're not ears. They're just pointy bits on his head
0: where a bat's ears would be yeah on his head where your ears are
1: no they're up on, his, on the top of his yeah where a and... bat's ears would nah, be nah nah he, he, he doesn't look much like a bat
0: Just. So. well no because he's a Batman. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. my god he's oh. not a bat he's a Batman.
1: <laughs> yeah but he, oh, oh, he's cool isn't
0: he anyway but, I'm trying to put he is cool in he's very cool but do you know what else is cool Learning stuff. Do you want to teach yeah. me some stuff
1: now? Okay.
0: That was a terrible segue. We that was that was really bad. Um, let's
1: think of a Talking of Batman, science. <laughs> 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 That'll do. Okay. So I, have, I feel like I start every segment with okay. So so I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna stick with it. What is the language of science,
0: Luke? The language of science.
1: Yes. The language of science.
0: Mathematics? Yes,
1: correct! Now, are you or were you any good at maths in school?
0: Um I was until I discovered drama.
1: <laughs> I was never very good at maths. So let's talk about maths. Okay. <laughs>
0: The language of science. Oh, you yeah, know, I, 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 I love this podcast because it does make us go out and educate ourselves.
1: Exactly. Like- well, well, this might because apparently you were good at maths before you found drama. Uh, we're talking nearly eighteen years ago. <laughs> yeah. So I went out onto sciencealert.com. I don't know. <laughs> 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 and I found there was a, it was a list of six. But then i started... Six writing... what? I'll tell you. Uh, it was a list of six. Um, and I started writing these all down. And it took me ages to write all these down. So I thought, I'm going to stop at four. So I've got four simple <laughs> maths problems that no one has been able to solve. What? Four simple, in inverted commas, maths problems that no one has been able to
0: solve. Okay. So you're good at maths, yes? Yeah, so hopefully you can solve these. <laughs> but I'm not so good that I can solve unsolvable maths equations. Hey, no one says they're unsolvable. They're just currently unsolved.
1: Right, go on. <laughs> number one, the twin prime
0: conjuncture. Yeah? No. So, you, you know what, me a twin. You know what a prime number is, don't you? Yes, it's a number that can only be divided by itself or one. Yes.
1: And, like all numbers, there are probably an infinite number of prime numbers. Right. The largest known prime number? Thoughts? Know what it is? No. Well, other than the obvious joke that you missed. Optimus. Idiot.
0: Come on. (laughs) That's a robot.
1: And he's not necessarily the largest prime. Well, I didn't know that. But it's a funny joke, so shut up. Uh, It was discovered in 2018... And it is 2 to the power 8, 80, oh, okay, right, let me me get my head around this. It is 2 to the power 82,589,933 minus 1. Right. So that's the largest prime number that we currently know of. It has 24,862,048 digits. I do have the first and last hundred and twenty of them if you want to know what they are, but that would take a while to read. I think you should do it, okay <laughs> <laughs> this will probably get cut out
0: are you wow okay, go, on, go for it
1: so the first hundred and twenty digits are one four eight eight nine four 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 five seven four two oh four one three two five five four seven eight oh six four five eight four seven. Two three nine seven nine one six six zero oh, three zero oh, two six two seven three nine nine two seven nine five three two four one eight five two seven one two eight nine four
0: five two one three two three nine three one six oh Oh shit, I fucked it! ah oh, Sorry, it. what was the 18th? Was that a 7 or a 6? Uh, that was a 7. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, let's get like
1: But there are there is there's oh, over twenty four million digits in that fucking in that number. One number. And that's the largest one that they've found. But the twin prime conjective is about finding the very rare occurrence where one prime number is two away from the next prime number. Okay. Uh for example, forty one and forty three. Yeah. But there is an infinite number of those as well. That makes sense. So it's not only they're trying to find the largest prime number, they're also trying to find these twins, and, and that's 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 one of the problems. Like they can't, they try, They want to know how many prime numbers or how many prime conjecture, how, how many twin prime numbers there are, and nobody knows because nobody can count to Possibly, infinity. Yeah, no, yeah. there's a lot of fucking numbers. Mathematicians are weird people, yeah.
0: aren't
1: they? The moving sofa problem. Is the next one. So, we've all tried to shift a sofa, haven't we? Yeah. yeah definitely tried to uh, manoeuvre sofa's round corners.
0: That right. scene in Friends springs to mind. Yeah. Pivot! Pivots. Really annoying. Really, Pivot! really
1: annoying. It is actually the worst. Uh, so, mathematicians want to know, what is the largest sofa
0: that can fit around a 90 degree angle? And why do they want to know this? Have they got a lot of living room space (laughs) on the top floor? Why
1: wouldn't you want to know this? They are working in 2D with 2D models, so it's not an actual sofa. They just want to know how big this shape, the area shape, can get around a corner like that. And it is apparently really difficult to, to find out. Uh, do you want to know what the largest... They haven't found this largest They still saw. haven't found it? They haven't found it. Well, I mean, yeah. Because they found they found areas that, that fit around it that are big and areas that don't fit around it that are small. and they're, So it's, they're different shapes. They're different sizes. Yeah. There's loads of shit. But they have a name for this largest sofa that can fit around the corner. Okay. What shape? Is it like an L-shaped sofa? No, not like, so... a, like, a, like an arm, a back, and an arm. Okay,
0: but, right. Okay, but
1: like it could have a rounded in there. It could be rounded. Yeah, because round, yeah. not all sofas are made equal. Yeah, it's called the sofa constant. Yeah, that's that's the name they've given to the largest sofa shape. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the sofa uh, constant. Yeah, but they haven't found it. They haven't. They, and, and they they've got a sort of range in which it's between. Right. But, but they haven't found they haven't the, nailed it down. the exact size or shape. I I I I, I, it took, I couldn't get my head around it. There's
0: got to be some other implications they can be doing. to doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say there's some other implications to figuring this out, other than just being able to get a sofa up some stairs.
1: Well, I'm not going upstairs. You haven't got that far. <laughs> just going around the corner, mate. Ninety degree. Angle. So it's the friends
0: scene. <laughs> yeah. But- there's got being to be able to a figure out a formula for, for that shape. There's got to be real-world applications to that. Otherwise, why would they bother? Is it just for fun?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of these are, are for just just to see if you can. Like that's what's yeah. what the maths and science is all about. You just push the limits and see how far you can push it. Basically, so they just want to know. They just want to know things like us. Yeah, okay. we're mathematicians. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, the collapse conjecture. Yeah, There's it tight? There's a, there's a few names for this, but I couldn't be bothered to write them all down because there's a fair amount. Uh, so pick a number between one and infinity. Seven. Okay. If it's an even, divide it by two. If it's odd, times it by three and add one. 22. Then continue that process with the number that you have. Just keep going. Okay, yada yada yada. If you keep going, you will end up back at one. You will always.
0: Oh, I see what you mean come, so come to the number because one. I ended up from seven to twenty-two, and then have I was going to then times that by three. And no, I because that, because
1: that's an even number, you divide it by two. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So you
1: will always any number, and like they've they've done this with millions of numbers. It will always come back to one. The problem they want to discover is how far does that go? They
0: uh, <laughs> so you just keep doing it with every number, yeah, until
1: until it doesn't, doesn't come back to one. Uh, it's theorized that there may be numbers so big that they go up to infinity instead of down to one. So they go like you reach a point where you jump up rather than come down, or a number that gets stuck in a loop. So, you, you always have, come back to the same, same number, and then it keeps going round and round and round. But so far, no Everything number cool. like that exists. Which is ridiculous considering that there are an infinite number of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculousness.
0: It's quite interesting. It's Again, cool there's got one. to be some real world applications for that. I just. <laughs> it's really cool. Someone just came up with this. Uh, who came up with that? Who sat at their desk, and went, "Okay, let's yeah. play this little game. Simple rules, and just see what happens." I've got there's got to be some computing uh, functionality there, or some mechanical? I, that's yeah. I
1: don't know why they want to know this, but they want to know it. I mean, they'd be interested <laughs> if they finally found this number. No one will give a shit, apart from mathematicians. Yeah,
0: but big big be... in the mathematician world, I yeah, would imagine. Be
1: massive now. This one is a big deal. Okay. <clears throat> to the person that can solve this, or f- find a way to do it, there's there's a one million US dollar reward.
0: Excellent. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I could really do million really US dollars do, really right million
1: now. US dollars. Uh, but I'm shit at maths. So if A to the power X plus B to the power Y equals C to the power Z and all A, B, and C, X, Y, and Z are positive integers, then A, B, and C should all have a common prime factor. So all the numbers are divisible by the same prime number. Right. The problem is is that mathematicians have been unable to do this where X, Y, and Z have been greater than 2. So you either you're either squaring all those numbers or times in them by one. <laughs> uh, the example that they had was uh, five to the power 1 plus 10 to the power 1 equals 15 to the power 1. Okay, so they're all divisible by five. <clears throat> but five squared plus 10 squared does not equal 15 squared. Okay. So yeah, that's 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 the So problem. well then the rule just is doesn't exist. Surely. Yeah, but they're looking for a num they're looking for a sequence of numbers that you can do with three. You can third you can do, like do right. to the power third of a and sequence of numbers.
0: X, Y, and Z all be the same number.
1: Uh, it didn't specify, but that's what it says. That that that's the example it gave. Squared
0: and one. Okay. I would be really interested to know what the real world applications for any of these are. Yeah, I know. We've we got to move a sofa around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> anybody who understands this enough, could you please get in contact and let us know <laughs> so why people know. Uh, yeah, well, what, persevere with these the, the, impossible math problems?
1: The twin prime conjuncture the moving sofa problem, the collapse conjecture, and the Beale conjecture is that last one. The Beale conjecture. Now, I have no idea what any of the things i just read mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, i followed it along just enough in my head, but we would help to see it all written down, obviously. Um, but I am not good enough at maths to be able to solve any of those, so <laughs> useless in my life. Well, but it's well, interesting to know no that... One,
1: no one is as good enough at maths to find them, <laughs> to be fair. So. It's interesting
0: to know that people are trying, though.
1: Yeah, it's. I think that's really cool. I just want to know why. To prove that they can. Just to prove they can. Yeah. I heard a story, I was listening to a podcast, um, and, and this person was telling this story about this guy that... Famous mathematician who just sat at his desk, basically for seven years, trying to solve this math problem. And when he did, that was it. He, that's all he needed. And then he just didn't have to do anything else because he just told the world telling people about this one problem. I don't know if it had any real-world implications or applications. He just, that's what he did. He solved the, problem, the world of maths. Just solved a problem. It took him seven years to do it and that that's all he needed that's all he did so these problems are massive and, and for a million dollars yeah to, like this, I mean it's not the most it doesn't look like the most complex equation
0: so he sat just... at his desk for seven years to solve one maths problem that probably didn't affect the world anymore unless you're a mathematician yeah but and they say was, an arts like, degree is useless.
1: It was it was a problem that hadn't been solved for like three hundred years, something like that. But as, but then as soon as you solve a problem, you're the person that solved that problem. No one else is going to solve it better. You've solved the problem. You are that person. Mm-hmm. But you did waste seven years doing it. And I
0: can only imagine, like, the scientific uses for solving such problems oh yeah I'm sure it would actually help us understand the universe a it, little bit it, better it
1: might do they might yeah. have something like that Like the, the universe is a sofa trying to get around a corner <laughs> I can't get over that one it's so weird it's so weird
0: <laughs> somebody was moving house one day so I wonder what the biggest sofa would get around that corner is <laughs> You know, I'm not we'll going to be... figure this out.
1: Oh, I'm not going like, to. Two do months it later, actual... this is really <laughs> hard. <laughs> I'm not going to get actual solvers to do this. I'm just going to use a 2D model. But you know, yeah, well, um, you're like, we why would know? you spend your
0: money when you can just get a bit of graph paper? <laughs> <laughs> to be oh, fair to you, are, if you if you are sharp enough and skilled enough to be able to do that. <laughs> I would need a sofa in a corner <laughs> I would need several sofas I'd need like a nesting doll of sofas ranging doll- in <laughs> ranging in sizes so that I could uh, <laughs> <right. laughs> eliminate from either end and just find the nice middle ground this is the biggest sofa
1: there's only perfectly around the corner here we're not going oh there's a corner let's just push it outside and go around the corner it's got to get perfectly
0: round this corner and are we talking on it's on it's edge <laughs>
1: No, of course we're not talking about On
0: It's Edge. It's
1: A soap, just
0: push it round a corner. Well, there's a way to get any sofa around most corners. <laughs> sure. Go and then solve it. <laughs> solve it, mate. You know what I'd rather do? I'd rather move on. I'd rather have something to eat. Beautiful. Beautiful segue. But uh, instead of actually eating, because that would be rude to our listeners. We're going to talk about food.
1: Oh, for God's sake.
0: I'm sorry. Oh, um, you, like, you like food, don't you, Andy? No. Okay, well then this, uh, this whole <laughs> segment is useless. No, I love food. I love food. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy that we need food to live.
0: Yeah, I, and I love people who have gone out and tried to make art with food and make the experience of eating better for everybody. Like, th- boring food is the worst kind of food like, yeah. I really like to watch what I eat and you know but people who just view food as fuel are living half a life <laughs> like let's be honest like
1: food is delicious
0: you got three periods in your day there where you could really be enjoying yourself <laughs> oh I do and, <laughs> <laughs> and anyway so um do, uh, do you know what a cheese steak is?
1: I uh, know it's associated with Philadelphia. Yeah,
0: well, that's where the big Philly yeah. cheesesteak. Uh, it's a sort of sandwich made with steak and cheese. Yeah, cool. Pretty standard. How much would you expect to pay for one of those? Uh, I mean, it depends on the quality of the steak and what cheese. Well, I mean, as someone who's been to Philadelphia, this was, you know, about ten years ago now. Mm. Um, it was about five bucks oh, nice. when I was there in most places for a pretty standard one. <laughs> um, however, not all... Cheese steaks are the Created equally. Uh, are created equally. Um is This is whole section on the chili. No. Not all not all cheesesteaks though are the Barclay Prime cheesesteak. Okay. That sounds like one of my fucking
1: problems. My math problems.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Barclay Prime cheesesteak <laughs> an analogy. How 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 big does a cheesesteak
1: have to be to get it on a corner? <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you square a cheesesteak... <laughs> you can't cube it. <laughs> anyway, the Barclay Prime Philly cheesesteak is made with Japanese um, Wagyu beef. Oh, I really want to try some Wagyu beef. Foie gras, shaved oh. truffles, Jesus. truffle butter and cheese. It costs $100.
1: Wow. What? Oh, God. Is this is this what this is? Incredible food that I'm never going to get to have.
0: This is the world's most expensive fast food item. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, I mean, that does sound
1: incredible. Oh, that's. The, yeah, well, I mean, depends how much truffle you, you're going to want. A decent amount of truffle on that. <laughs> yeah, decent, yeah. If you,
0: if you pay $100, a hundred dollars, just put that. Amount. Put the whole truffle in.
1: They're not going to do that though. If it's a decent truffle, like a bit. You shave a bit of truffle, and that's fifty dollars in some places. Yeah,
0: this
1: is ridiculous.
0: I mean, I mean, Wagyu beef is expensive as oh as meat goes, like if not the most expensive. And then, like Faraguare is yeah. famously expensive as well. And then you put truffles, two sorts. You got shaved truffle and truffle butter. <laughs> and then the the recipe I found just said cheese. It didn't even specify which cheese. Oh, you want like a rich blue. <laughs> yeah, you want something? You don't want just like the cheese out of the can that you get in America.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> squirty cheese. <laughs> you want some proper cheese on there? <laughs> oh, but, that would fuck it right up. I mean, oh, did, it's did want, sort of, I assume
0: It seems like you can choose your bread, but uh,
1: yeah, you want like a sourdough or a rye. Yeah. Oh, good bloomer. Oh, mate, I'm so I'm, my mouth is watering.
0: Yeah, well, that is the the least. Expensive item oh I my have. god! I have on here. Okay. At a hundred dollars. Um, remember that scene in Pulp Fiction in the diner? Do you remember how much that milkshake cost? It's five dollars. Five dollar milkshake. Five dollar milkshake. And I mean, I know it was nineteen ninety four, but that blew John Travolta's mind that you yeah. could spend five dollars on a milkshake. On a milkshake. Oh, um, no, this whatever. one is five hundred. <laughs> $500 milkshake $500 milkshake it is the Velvet Gold Vine Milkshake wow at the Powder Room in LA is there gold in it um, you get premium spirits so so any, any so booze of some sort right that makes um, sense. okay Belgian cool. chocolate nice uh, gold shavings there you go yeah um, gold and gold leaf and gold shavings will be a repeated theme <laughs> <As> <laughs> yes we go I assume business. they were um, but the thing that makes this $500 is a, um, a Swarovski Nirvana Montana Blue crystal ring. What? You get a piece of jewellery with it.
1: Oh, for fuck, fuck off! That's, oh, can I have it without the ring, please? Yeah, sure, $5. <laughs>
0: no, with gold leaf in it, you can't.
1: Yeah, leave that out at all. Just give me the chocolate.
0: I do love a hard milkshake. <laughs> Yeah, mate. Yeah. I don't had a good boozy milkshake in a while. Oh, so good. I miss going outside. You can go outside. I miss going out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the humble bagel. The humble bagel. The humble bagel. Bit of cream cheese. Good breakfast. That. Cream cheese. Bit of a uh, salmon. Oh, I love a bit of smoked salmon on my bagel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. fan of that. I about some gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's what you get at the Westin in new york hey it is made it's a bagel it's yeah. just a bagel but you get uh, truffle cream cheese Ugh, right gold leaf just just where edible gold leaf just on it garnishing it yeah and goji berry je- uh, jelly goji berry jelly that's easy for you
1: to yeah. use <laughs> uh, take a stout. how much that costs well, are we going, we're going up in increments. Yeah. We? So first one was hundred. Yep. Second one was five hundred. So,
0: is it seven fifty? It's a thousand dollars. Oh, For God's sake! The Western oh. Bagel, a thousand dollars.
1: Why? Why?
0: Oh, because these things are just created to be as decadent as. Like, how much money can we possibly spend on this thing? Oh my God! You know, I, I heard once that
1: if you're in a restaurant. Um, if you divide your the, the 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 price you're paying for your dish for your meal by three, that's how much it costs them to make it. That yeah, that, that the that's probably fairly. Wise. So they're making
0: accurate. a lot of money. Imagine that!
1: Oh my god!
0: Yeah, so that what costs three hundred quid to make? Ridiculous it's a bagel <laughs> <laughs> and this is the western in New York like New York is famous for it's bagels yeah go we- literally anywhere else in New York and you can get a bagel for less than you can get $5. three for a dollar <laughs> yeah. some places I'm sure they won't be
1: probably fresh fresh but they would definitely want of gold
0: dollars, them yeah Jesus so these have not been cre- these are items have not been created to satisfy your hunger these are just or, you know,
1: look what I can spend. my m- I have too much
0: money. Yeah, they are I largely an experiment. I can't imagine even people who could afford this are buying it. To be honest, but
1: look what I get to shit. If out anybody ever time. has,
0: please let us know. If you've ever tried the Velvet Goldmine milkshake, oh
1: my god, <laughs> you want a milkshake now?
0: Um, we're moving back across the seas. Now we're in London. Oh okay. At the honky tonk restaurant. <laughs> Um, dunk. This is this is actually, I think, as far as in lists of ingredients goes, this is the most impressive that we have on on the list. There's only a couple more. This okay. is the Glam Burger.
1: I think I've heard of this.
0: Okay. We've um, got Kobe Wagyu beef. Yeah. Ugh. New Zealand venison. <laughs> okay, maybe I haven't heard of this. Black truffle brie. Right. Uh, lobster. Why? Lobster that has been poached in... Iranian saffron. <laughs> what?
1: Why? Oh my god!
0: <laughs> uh, maple syrup coated bacon.
1: Oh, oh god! Amazing.
0: Beluga caviar. Oh. Hickory smoked duck egg. <laughs> uh, grated truffle. Of course. Of course. And the compulsory gold leaf. Why? Why? That's. So many impressive... That's massive! How big is this burger? I mean, it's a good stack. Like, from the picture, like, it would be difficult to eat, but it's not, like, the biggest burger I've ever seen. There's a lot of stuff on there. I mean, I would try, literally, just any one of those ingredients with, on their own.
1: Yeah, just, just that one thing.
0: To be honest, like, oh. black truffle brie sounds delicious. That does sound nice. Oh, Anyway, $1,700. $1,700? So- one thousand seven hundred dollars. Yeah.
1: Are you taking the piss? Why? Why? Who's? Do they? You've got to assume they have the ingredients ready to go just in case.
0: Yeah. So oh yeah. How,
1: how many? How how many are they making in a week? A month. How many of those are they making a month to make it? make it
0: worthwhile again I don't know if it's just some, it's like part of this has got to be some sort of publicity stunt yeah or they just made it so they can post they, they make got it a, once yeah
1: and just go look we've
0: made this here therefore. that's how much we're going to have to sell it for because this is how much it costs to fucking sauce lobster poached in Iranian saffron
1: you've got to, it's. it's got to be one of those cases where you book in and like, all these places you're going to have to book
0: a few like. Oh, yeah, three, I imagine. weeks in advance like you've got to be
1: so you've got to call ahead and say look this is what I want I want this. I've heard you do this. That's what I'm having.
0: Get the shit in. Ridiculous. Hardly call it fast food either. I imagine that takes quite some time yeah. to prepare. Punk. Oh yeah, it's fast food, isn't it? you got to smoke a whole duck egg. <laughs> <laughs> I've smoked
1: many a duck egg in my time. I don't know if that joke makes any sense. Anyway.
0: Uh, last one on the list we've got. In, from Industry Kitchen in New York.
1: Right. It's a Pizza. Amazing. I'm already on board.
0: Yeah. Uh, White Stilton. Nice. Uh, Imported from England.
1: Amazing. Of course it
0: is. Of course it is. Um, French Fragoire. Right.
1: Imported from England.
0: (laughs) Uh, The obligatory Truffles. Of course. Um, Ocetra Caviar from the Caspian Sea. Right. Can't have it from anywhere else. I don't know what that... What those words mean? And garnished with twenty-four karat Ecuadorian gold.
1: Oh, Ecuadorian gold! Oh, yeah. wow, that changes.
0: Specifically, Ecuadorian gold. That
1: changes everything. <laughs> gold from Ecuador. Oh my God. Two thousand dollars. Why? Why for a pizza? How how big is it? Is it? At least
0: a fifteen inch. <laughs> from the picture, it just looked like a twelve inch. To be honest, or a Why? ten, even maybe just. I think it's just an individual thing, like a nine inch but, personal pizza. Then. I mean, to that, like they've got to import. Got to import all the way from England. The Stilton. Oh, oh no way!
1: <laughs> oh, I've got to go that Ecuadorian gold and that French fragoire. Yeah, I yeah.
0: mean, like literally everything, every item on that pizza has been imported. I mean, New York is famous for again for its pizza. You can get like you can get a slice of pizza for a dollar.
1: Yeah, and not bad pizza. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And white Stilton cheese has been imported. Could could they make Stilton cheese in America? Do they have to import it from England, or they just, is it like champagne? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be made <laughs> in the Stilton region of England. All other mouldy cheeses are just mouldy cheese.
1: Yeah, I don't know. What's what's the di- yeah? What would be the difference other than it has travelled? Maybe that's the thing.
0: Uh, I mean. If you want mouldy cheese, England is kind of the place to be. Yeah. If you want mouldy anything, England's the place to
1: be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I heard, um, I heard a story once. This is expensive. Actual fast food. Someone went to... I think it's the McDonald's uh, in Times Square or around there. <clears throat> went in because that's where they did all, all the photo shoots for, like, the menus and things like that. And they went in and ordered uh, a Big Mac that looked exactly like the picture. Like, d- it didn't matter how how long it took, how much money okay. the I want one that looks exactly like the picture. Apparently, it took three hours to make. <laughs> took three hours to make because, like, they don't sell them with bread that thick and beef that thick, they, they just don't In when you order them regularly and it costs about
0: $50 I bet it tasted pretty good though I
1: bet it didn't, I bet mean, it was cold
0: <laughs> 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 I remember being in Thailand and the McDonald's there were selling double Big Macs double as in like there was, four, yeah, four of patties of... so you got oh. bread condiments, lettuce, burger burger Bread, burger, burger, conference lettuce, bun.
1: That's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for some reason, they made it over here. Like, but occasionally you get like the Grande Big Mac over here. So they just double it in size, basically. Okay, like, I've never outwards.
0: seen that. I haven't been to McDonald's in about four years. As well established, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I am a little fatty. So yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> would you ever consider if you had the amount of money? where buying that would just be like buying a McDonald's. Would you bother? Or would you just buy the McDonald's? Yes, I would. (laughs) Would
1: Yeah, I just want Wagyu beef.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be better ways to eat Wagyu beef.
1: I doubt it. Cooked by a professional chef.
0: Yeah, but in a burger with lobster poached He's in you burger I mean. and get the,
1: chili,
0: the, the Philly cheesesteak oh the Philly cheesesteak yeah,
1: cheese I mean that's potentially achievable
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> two grand on a pizza I'm not sure <laughs> but a, a, a cheesesteak sandwich for a hundred with wagyu beef and, and frog truffle and truffles and...
0: it was the other one that didn't have gold in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah good god my bo- I mean, truffle and gold, man. It's
1: it can't take the truffles I get. They're quite rare and they taste. Yeah, they're tough to
0: sauce. Nice. But gold,
1: what? The- it's metal.
0: Yeah, it does. I, I it don't does know nothing, what it tastes like. It does
1: nothing other than
0: again. Make if it anybody train. has ever tried gold, can you please get in contact and tell us why? <laughs> what was it like? What was it like? How did much it, did it cost? Did it enhance the dish in any way other than just making it look pretty? Because that's what it is. Surely I've it's seen, just a, a set thing. things. I understand photos, that you eat with your eyes first. I've seen photos I've seen of, of gold, coated food. It doesn't look good. I, it doesn't make me want to eat it because I know my brain goes, "No, that's a metal."
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't. It when whenever you say, "Oh yeah, I want it gold plate, gold leafed," you are expected to be like. Or, or, like, just, it looked like a lump of gold. It doesn't. It's just little bits of gold put on top. Do you know what the best
0: bit of fast food I ever had in my life was? It was in... Uh, it was a double in big bag. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, it, was, it was a questionable big Mac. Like, <laughs> it was in, um, no, it was in San Francisco at Fisherman's Wharf. Okay. They just do, like, um, a fish stew or a chowder or something in a sourdough bread bowl. Nice because it's right by the ocean, so they've got all the fresh ingredients. Fresh fish. Um, Sourdough roll, just cut a big thing out. Scoop a load of... they, oh, absolutely delicious. <laughs> and that cost five bucks.
1: <laughs> that does sound good. How fast was it, though?
0: Like, instant. Oh, it's just... Like, oh, the, it's already made. It's already... Right, it's, it's just a bread bowl. They've got a big batter stuff.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs>
0: Well, you're gonna have to wait because I want to do your miscellaneous topic.
1: That was lovely. Right, there's a bit of setup for this one, so you're uh, uh, Andy. uh, Cut here.
0: Right, um, just to press it, uh, just to give a bit of ramble up to this one. Like I've seen you dressed. We live together. Yes, we do. So it's kind of obvious when one of us is prepping something for this show. Mm-hmm. And I've seen you dressed fairly peculiarly. You looked me in the eye and just said, you'll find out.
1: Yeah. Not, to be fair, I said, I'll tell you tomorrow.
0: I'll tell you tomorrow. Yes. It was when we knew that this was going to be recorded. Today Today is tomorrow. Yeah, today is tomorrow. So um, since <clears> that <throat> moment, I've been very curious as to what was happening. <laughs> Well, I was,
1: I was in a big high-vis coat, because it's the nice waterproof coat I had, and it was raining. It's sunny today, which is annoying. Uh, because I, as I do, listen to podcasts. Yes, you do. And one in particular, I'm going to credit them. I've asked their permission. I'm allowed to say names and, and things. Uh, the Hobbycast, one that I think I've mentioned to you, I don't know if you listen, uh, where, where they look into different hobbies. It's, they've just started their second series now. Oh, wow. So it's Gemma Moore, Amar Patel, and Carla McGlynn, who came to up with guys. this. Yeah, credit to The Hobbycast. Go and have a listen. So in one of the sections, they, they were doing technology in the podcast, and Carla found this app while she was on TikTok. And an app while she was on TikTok? Yes, like an advertisement came up. Because okay. you didn't know really what to do for technology and how to do it. And this app came up and she went, oh, that's a godsend. So I decided to give it a go as well. So this app is called Randonautica. Okay. Have you heard of it? I haven't. Excellent. That, that, this that's, is all that's new. That's good. All new. It's the world's first quantumly generated choose-your-own-adventure reality game. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> what it is yet. <laughs> the idea is that you plumb in your location. You like, go to Google Maps, drop a pin, copy and paste where you are, put it into the app, and it then sends you uh, a, a random location within a certain distance around you. Right. So the idea is that you go on an adventure. This sounds great. So it gets you out of the house. Yeah. It's Not great it's- at the moment. Like, don't go um, too far. But, well, it came out um, February this year, so just before. But, but then everyone goes out. Everyone's been going out for well, an hour yeah. or so on their own. As long as you, it's in the guidelines. It does say respect social distancing in your area and that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, it just sends you random coordinates. Uh, drop a pin on Google Maps. Here's the directions. Get there and see what happens.
0: That sounds quite sweet. It is.
1: It is, it is actually quite cool. Like. But there's they 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 claim to use several pseudo scientific ways to find these locations, which okay. kind of makes it a bit weird and yeah, and it sends you off to like find anomalies or voids or things like that. Yeah, they're a bit shit like that, but send you in. So, like,
0: uh, a reason for sending you over there. Like a ma- like a, a fictional yeah. thing has happened over there. Go and sort it out.
1: No, not a fictional... No, no. Just, just...
0: They're,
1: they're saying there's, like, an anomalous, uh, gravitational thing going on in that location. Go and have a look. Okay. See if there's anything there. And, well, you'll find out... <clears throat> apparently, your, your intention is really important. So, if you go into it, Looking for a fun time and like you're focusing on, I really want to have this cool experience, you might have that experience. So it's partly power of positive thinking, yeah, power of positive thinking kind of thing. If you go into it with bad intentions, yeah, you're yeah, gonna have a shit time. And there are some pretty unbelievable stories that have come from using this, and it's all over TikTok, right? so so there's some stories of people finding things at the location. Someone found a friendly dog in the desert. Cute. Which is lovely. Uh, someone just had just made a decision on which college to go to. Used the app and found a field with the initials of the college mown into it. Like it's a random location. There's no one setting this up for you. It just picks a place and sends you there. Um, someone found a dog. Try to track down its owner, only to find that the owner had died. Oh, yeah. I, that's as far as I got with that story, but I'm assuming they get the dog. You've got to get the dog, <laughs> don't you? Uh, this one, this is the one that's like got the most track and, and is well known because the police were involved, right? Oh <laughs> like this is legit fucked up. I found the video. I found the video basically of the TikTok. Uh, it's a group of teenagers went on this thing they found a, the, it sent them to a beach okay and on this beach they found a suitcase wow so they were like oh my god that must be the the, the cool thing that we're meant to find this this is amazing it's probably full of money and stuff it's oh, lol, 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 hilarious teenage things so they go up to this briefcase suitcase give it a tap what was in it a head Body parts, human remains. Oh. Like, the, the, the smell alone around these horrific. They called the police, and the police didn't really believe the story. So it took them three hours to get there. By which time the tide had almost taken the suitcase away. But yeah, they found a, a body in... Or several... I think there was... The, once the police started investigating, they found other suitcases with other people's remains in them kind of thing. And it, like they just all because these teenagers went on this app and the pin had dropped at wow. that beach, at that location. Creepy
0: shit. Yeah. So I decided to have a go. Oh God! Did you find somebody? <laughs> well, please tell me you found a friendly dog. So I have
1: recorded myself doing this. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna play it. Okay. Okay. So I'm about to go on my random Adventure, as you can call it. Um, I have a location to go to. Uh, it was asking me to... ask what kind of adventure I want to go on, I guess. And what, what source to use. I don't know what that means. Um, so, I, so I chose an attractor. So, so it should be something fun or cool. And then it asked me to focus on my intent while it was finding... The location for me. I assume those kids have and terrible intentions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look on maps, where I'm going. Okay. Uh, I, I will go to that location um, at nose. Oh, cool. That's a bit of a trick. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, from this point on, the sound is going to be pretty shit. I don't know if it's going to Translate at all But I'm going to drive there Because it's a 9 minute drive or A 55 minute walk So let's get going Production value <laughs> let's, <laughs> go right let's go on an adventure Let's go on an adventure Random adventure Not a sponsor Ah So it's taking me to Teg's Nose Country Park. I know where that is. I just don't know whereabouts in the area it's going to take me. Uh, so I know how to get there. And then when I'm a bit closer, uh, I'll, 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 I'll find out what, what, what my attractor was. If, if anything fun happens. It's just a fun little adventure, which uh, which you don't usually get in, in everyday life. Hopefully find something interesting. Uh, Andy, you can, I'm sure you've you, you filled them in on a couple of the stories uh, that have happened apparently to people. So... hope something happens I <laughs> know what you're thinking uh, Andy you're doing this on your own but you do have a podcast partner so why aren't you taking Luke along and there isn't a simple
0: question
1: I didn't want to <laughs> there, be offended. I said it. I'm sick of the sight of it to be honest <laughs>
0: <laughs> should really be offended
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's alright Alright, I think I'll keep them, but uh, I thought it'd be more interesting, I'd go out Mm -hmm. alone and then I've got something to to talk about with Luke, I I might have a little adventure and then we've got a little bit of a chat to have, it could be interesting, and (sighs) I am there on my own, and it's raining, he wouldn't want to go anyway, piss me down. The sound quality once I get out of the car is probably going to be even worse, it's always quite windy up here, oh god. Something. This would have been a bitch to walk. Good Lord. Okay. It was at this point that, as predicted, the audio went fuck up. So I'll just have to describe what I saw when I got to the location. Uh, I, I, I was stood in very, very high winds uh, next to a field. On a dirt road. Uh, and that's about it. That's 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 what I found. The marker that was given to me. Was in a, a private field. So I couldn't exactly go in. Uh, I was right next to a gate. That had some COVID-19. Graffiti on it. Someone claiming to have proof. That COVID-19. Is a hoax. I took a photo of the field. I took a photo of. The fence graffiti, uh, but I'm not going to promote the YouTube channel that they uh, <laughs> that they'd written on the fence because that's that's how you promote stuff, isn't it? You you go to a random fence and write COVID nineteen fake, and then a YouTube link on it. Real smart. Uh, and then I went back to the car. Uh, I, I really wish I could remember what I actually said to the microphone but it is completely inaudible and unusable because of the wind. Totally saw coming. Uh but yeah.
0: We're back in the car now. I mean that COVID nineteen that is something you found a, um, thing. found a thing.
1: There we go. And I got home. <laughs> that was probably the most Underwhelming thing that I've done <laughs> for this podcast, <laughs> and I've done some very underwhelming things. But you know, I don't so. know. I mean, it gives you fifteen I mean, goes a day. Jesus or a Jesus? Maybe I did it wrong. <laughs> Maybe if I'd walked it, it would have been more of an adventure. But I'm not going to walk an hour and oh, then walk a an hour back for what was basically a field. Yeah, there you go. And know.
0: somebody's COVID nineteen. Oh, so that could
1: oh, in a bit
0: That YouTube back channel the studio. Could illuminate. It could. I didn't make a
1: note of it. We can go back. We can have a <laughs> if you want. But yeah, that was my that was my random nautical adventure.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah. I mean so, I like the idea. Of... So
1: what it does it gives you fifteen goes on it a day and it resets every day. So I think what you're supposed to do is you go to your location, have a bit of an explore. Put in again your location, I'll give you another place to go to and you get basically just visit places you've never seen before. Like, that was a part of Teg's Nose where I hadn't been. That okay. Was, it was another another path that I'd never seen before, didn't know it was there. So that was that's that's a new thing. It's another public like path that you can walk up and Teg's
0: Nose, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know who isn't from Maxfield is a, uh, it's just a big hill. It's a big yeah. country park. There's lots of lovely walks around there. It's
1: really nice. Really, and a nice. really
0: lovely view of the town.
1: Shame it was raining. But yeah. So I was wondering,
0: would you like to go with me on one?
1: Yes. Let's. Let's. Should we go on a on a? On I a, think on we a should. On a
0: On a random Nautica adventure. That sounds quite like good fun. Yeah. And I hope we meet a friendly dog and not a suitcase full of body parts. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> that would be lovely. That would be lovely. And if you, if, if you give, give us a tweet,
1: we'll record it and we'll put that as a bonus episode. Last time, we offered a bonus episode. Nobody tweeted. So the chances are, we won't have to, which is great. Hey, we'll just we have get our to, adventure. We
0: get to say we're going to do something. Actually, haven't to, so we get the credit.
1: We get the credit. We get the
0: credit for it, but we, minimal effort. we won't have
1: to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's random
0: autica uh, feel free to go on your own random autica adventures and yeah. uh, tell us about them
1: make sure you stay safe though Make sure, like there are a list of rules on there that, that it does run through so make sure you read all those uh, follow terms and conditions and listen to the hobbycast listen to the hobbycast yeah listen to the hobbycast re- genuinely <laughs> it sounds like
0: really good fun actually it is a, re- a really, really good podcast right well I think that is all we've got for our um that is, that's, for our that's the last for this that's, week.
1: I mean, we've rattled through those, and it feels like a pretty good episode to me.
0: I thought that was quite good fun. No, good I think it's time to get the Fez. I think it's time to get the Fez. I mean, we remembered we this remember time. We remembered the Fez. I do need to read We're learning. Here we go. We're getting better at this. Get the Foley. Oh, in. A
1: bit of Foley, a bit of Foley. I go first. And that's the one I'm drawing. <gasps> Luke! Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so I'm doing miscellaneous next week. And uh, I'm also doing. <laughs> Andy!
1: Yay! <laughs> I mean, I'm TV! <laughs> oh, I've
0: got to do another one for Andy. Yay! Oh, so much effort, so. <laughs> Very sorry for all those who thought that we were an actual education podcast. and were like hoping hey. to learn some stuff.
1: Hey, there's nothing wrong with us. You can learn about us. You've got, you can. You My can...
0: miscellaneous is actually going to have to be pretty darn
1: educational. educational <laughs> next week,
0: isn't it? Actually, <laughs> we're going to have to get so we've got to we've got to bring the IQ up a little bit. Oh, absolutely.
1: Hey, wait, that's a meme. That's a meme. That's
0: a meme on me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Next oh. week is going to be fun. Make sure you follow us on all social medias. We are at voice for tv everywhere. Email us with all your suggestions. You're in the Nauticas. We've had, we've had an email. All right. Ooh. Oh. I'm not going to tell you about it until it comes up. Uh, but we have had one email. For it. it's, it's subject related.
0: Oh, okay. so,
1: yeah, so email us. Uh, it's voice for tv at gmail.com. Uh, uh, and, and follow all the socials, the and, socials. And, and listen to Hobbycast and, and go on go go random yeah go random go random woo bye bye thank you for listening to Voice for TV. If you would like to find us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Voice for TV. If you want to find us on Facebook, just type Voice for TV in the search bar and you will find us. Uh, I've been Andy Cantillon, you can find me on Twitter at Andy underscore Cantillon and on Instagram at Andy Cantillon. Luke is still sorting out his social medias, he says he is, I don't believe him, so just write his name in a bit of favour and throw it the window, I'm sure it'll find his way to him. If you would like to send us an email, if you have an idea for a segment in the podcast, or you want to tell us about your Randonautica adventure, we would love to hear that, drop it in an email We are voicefortv at gmail.com. We like to shout out our friends here, so go and listen to the Hobbycast. It's really, really good. I listen to it all the time. It's brilliant. Second season. Just dropped its second episode as of this recording. Amazing. Also, thank you so much to Jenny Brown for doing our artwork. Thank you to Jack Smith for doing our music. Uh, It's ridiculous. And thank you guys for listening keep doing that Bye so, um, goodbye <laughs>
0: <laughs> where what? would that come from I have no idea. it was really high pitched <laughs> I think that's the highest pitch I've ever been sound like Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ Superstar where he gets enemy that's a I mean, that's a deep cut for your musical know. fans
1: <laughs> wow